vintage back in. Nope. Couldn't so, find the adapter. Couldn't find the adapter, so I'm sitting here looking on my phone to make That's sure. <laughs> so I can see y'all on what's going on. Uh, so, welcome to the Bible is Metal. Uh, welcome. This is the first real episode. Yes, yes. So, no more introduction. No more introductions. Uh, today we're talking about Ehud. Yes. And the story of Ehud, which will be super cool. Uh, so, before we're kind of getting stuff going on, we know we got folks uh, coming in. You know, you could totally like, ask a question, say something in the chat. Uh, we'd love to hang out with you there. Uh, so, do us a favor. Before we get things kicked off, let's uh, just go ahead and share. Share this with if you want to with your friends so they can come and hang on. Bob, what's up? It's good to see you again. What's up, Bob? Yeah. Bob, I just told Graham <clears throat> how at the cigar shop you were called Classy Bob. So <laughs> so Classy Bob's on the feed. It's great to see him. Hope Candy's doing well. So we'll just jump into Might as well. Ehud. Ehud. It's a mm. It's a good introduction to judges, for sure. Austin's on. What's up, Austin? What's up, Austin? So, you know, Ehud. Uh, I feel like this story, Graham, is like that first one you're like, oh, okay, wow, that's kind of different. Yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so uh, before we jump into everything, let's just kind of do uh, like Graham's version of the Ehud story. Okay, so basically um, Ehud is one of the first judges that God sends to free the Israelites from their subjugators, I guess that's yeah. the way to put them. So, you know, as we went over uh, and the inter episode, the Israelites basically start doing evil in the eyes of God by following other gods, not doing what he says, just yeah. not being cool people. Yeah, it's basically. like because the whole Deuteronomy, yeah. they're doing everything yeah, that Moses all, told them yes. to not do in It was all just like, be cool and God's going to take care of you. They didn't be cool, all right? Yeah. And so bad things happen. So basically, the Moabites, they subjugate the Israelites. They are under their rule for a long time. I think it says in there for how long. It's like but 18 years. Like, or, yeah, it's, it's a long time. It's a while. Uh, and basically, God sends one of the first judges, Ehud. Ehud? Ehud. Ehud. Cool. It's, uh, it sounds like Ehud. That's what I called him yeah, for a while. Yeah, but it's Ehud. So, Ehud is sent by God to free them from the Moabites. And if you'd guessed, the king of the Moabites is King Moab, so a supposedly very fat... Eglon. King Eglon. Eglon? Yeah, Eglon. It matters. Really? I'll talk about that later on. It matters. King Eglon. I'm sorry. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. So what he basically does is he sneaks into the castle, his, his palace, if you will. Uh, he sneaks into his bathroom while he's sitting on the toilet, and he takes his sword and plunges it into his stomach. And he's apparently so fat that his stomach absorbs the sword. And he escapes into the night. Now, one of the funny parts is his servants refused to go in and check on him because they were like, they didn't want to interrupt him taking a crap on the, back, on the toilet. Yeah. So he escapes and he leads his Israelites across the Jordan. And basically all the Moabites try and go after them and they strike down all of them. It says not a single one crosses the Jordan. Yeah. And that's the story of him freeing them. Yeah, so I was going to be super nerdy and... Actually, hold on a second. I might be super nerdy. Go ahead. World your oyster in the library. The world is... I, we, we did move things into my office. I'm seeing if I have my maps here, Graham. Like, how nerdy is that? I don't see my maps. So, okay, yeah, so so the whole this whole story goes down. Scripture says it's in the city of Palms, which means Jericho. Okay. And... If you think about this, so the only part, like when you think of like the Holy Land, you think of desert, right? Yes. It's not like that. There's like one part that actually looks like that, and it's this part. 
But Jericho, like you can see the Jordan River. So it's kind of built up on this hill, and you can see so they them chasing across the Jordan. Like, like the, the, Israel, the, the, the Ehud's army was probably like a mile away, like hidden in the mountains. The whole thing happens. And so like when you think of an entire army being like slaughtered and massacred, you think of like a big, huge space, right? Just like, you just think Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Just yeah, Lord of the Rings, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but this is, no, this is like a knife fight in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like really, really close. Like super, super close. So a couple of things to, to kind of get off before we start on, because I told you there's two versions of the story. Yes. Like, and you kind of gave us a pretty good synopsis of version one. One, like the classic idea of a yeah, the greatest hits, the greatest hits. So the first thing is we got to talk about the Moabites and who the Moabites are. Okay. Okay. So the Moabites are actually like the long lost cousins of Israel. Okay. So think back way back into Genesis, you have Abraham, right? Yes. And God's like, I'm going to give you these descendants and, da, 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 and Abraham has no kids, but he has this nephew named Lot. Okay, you chasing with me here? I'm chasing. Okay, so Abraham and Lot get to the point to where they've got too much money and too much cattle and too many resources and all these sorts of things, and they have to separate. So Lot isn't as righteous as Abraham. And he's like, okay, I'll take the good part of this country. I'll leave you with the, like, the bad part of the country. So Lot ends up settling in Sodom. So you hear like, the phrase Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. All the crazy stuff happens. So you've got a, a classic Bible is metal situation. Angel of God comes to God, to Abraham, hold on yards. Abraham realizes, okay, you're about to destroy Sodom. They start getting this bargain and thing like if there's 50 good people, okay, if there's 30 good people, okay, if there's 10 good people, pretty much comes down like if I can find 10 good people in this whole city, I will not annihilate it. <laughs> so the angel of God, they, they show up and they get into Sodom. And like, not only do they not find it, 10 good people, like, like <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff happens. So the angel of God is like, okay, I've got to get, because Abraham's like, listen, just make sure you get Lot out. Like, get my nephew out of there. So Lot and his wife, he has two daughters. And they try to go get his son-in-laws. And they're like, oh, no, we're not. No, we're staying here no matter what. So Lot, his wife, his two daughters, like, head to the hills outside of Sodom before the whole place gets destroyed. Okay? Okay. His wife turns back to look at Sodom and gets turned into a pillar of salt. As you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as you do. Like, when you turn back and you look, you get into mm -hmm. a, a pillar of salt. And then the next thing that happens is, uh, so they get to the hills, and Lot's daughters begin to kind of, like, start flipping out with, like, okay, we're now living here in the mountains. Our whole city has been destroyed. Our husbands or our fiancés aren't here with us anymore. We can't have any children. So they do what two sisters logically do in that situation. They get their, they get their dad drunk. They sleep with their father mm -hmm. in two successive nights in order to become pregnant so they can have children. Yeah. That's what normal, right? That's typically, yeah. Well, happens. one of those women has a son, and his name is Moab. So it starts. <laughs> so it starts. Oh, like, man. Like, the Bible is metal. I mean, so, like, I mean, so right now, so basically you're telling me uh, the Israelites were subjugated by a bunch of hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the hills. <laughs> they they <I> literally, <laughs> that's actually a really good, Amy, what's going on? Yeah. So, yeah, the Israelites right now are subjugated by a bunch of their, like, like crazy redneck cousins. Yeah. Basically. Okay. It's like a trip down to Alexandria. It's, it, I, I'm from Alexandria. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so you have that. Now, what you have to understand is, like, that's why I was trying to find my maps. Like, I my maps. I'll, I'll bring my yeah. maps next week. I wish I had my glasses. I, I know. I've got big maps. So, actually, no, hold on a second. <laughs> the scroll. 
Oh, I'm not going to bring the scroll. I do have a scroll map. Have you seen my scroll map? I've never seen the scroll map. I've got a scroll map. I'll bring my scroll. It's like we are in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, here, hold this. Here, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show the map because we got to get, kind of get this understanding here. All right. We have like the, we, we have like a fancy overhead rig we're trying to get going on. We haven't had. Oh yeah, here's Moab. So there we go. Know which camera are we on? Uh, the GoPro or the other one? GoPro. Okay. So let's wait until you get this. Okay. So you see that right there. The whole thing, you got the Jordan River, which separates everything. And you see all these other countries, Edom, Moab, they're all kind of redneck cousins. Um, they're all right there across the Dead Sea and the Jordan River. And all of these tiny little countries right now are just fighting over each other because Egypt is in just total chaos. And like when the big guy who normally oppresses all the little guys is uh -huh. gone, then all the little guys start oppressing yeah. each other. And the, Mo the Moabites have come across the Jordan River, and they've taken Jericho, the city of the Palms, which was where the tribe of Benjamin was. Who was a Benjamite? And they pretty much pushed them up to a plateau that's about maybe 10 square miles. And so this whole tribe of people is like locked onto this thing. It's all the land they have left. And Ehud and his people are just hanging out talking. Man. <laughs> That's a that's a solid one right there. <laughs> um, Todd, yeah, that's great. Love it, buddy. Uh, and so they're all just like captive on there. And Ehud gets gets called by God, comes up. He's like, we're going to start fixing these things. So that's where the story kind of stops. And there's two there's two there's a classical version of this, and there's another version of this. And I think we can kind of decide which one's more metal. Okay. So the classic version of the Ehud story is what you told. Yes. So Ehud is this warrior. Now it says a couple things. Uh, they also had this idea of Ehud's a trickster because he's left-handed. And like you and Noah, y'all are young enough to think about like, are left-handed people just normal? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like back in the day, like being left-handed was like not normal and all sorts of things. So like, okay, Ehud's left-handed, which means he's weird. And now he's a trickster, so he's going to hide this sword, and he's going to get into Ehud, and somehow manage, uh, Ehud's going to get into Eglon, the king, and somehow manage to trick his way into an individual audience with the king, the person who's controlling him to pay his tribute, which is the money that Benjamin is essentially giving them so they're not annihilated. And he finds a way to talk his way into the bathroom with the king. Okay. Like, how hard would somebody have to talk you into, like, let's have a private meeting while you're on the toilet. I've heard, like, well, didn't Lyndon B. Johnson take his staff into the bathroom and stuff? Or was that, just, or was that just a Seinfeld joke? I've never heard that before. <laughs> it was a Seinfeld joke. <laughs> That's my bad. Either way. <laughs> so, 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 Ehud <laughs> tricks Eglon into the bathroom where Eglon's like doing his business. Yeah. And then pulls this sword out, somehow like hiding this sword underneath his clothes, and then stabs Eglon. And he's so fat that his fat like goes over the hilt, the blade of the sword. And then. Then he pulls a Shawshank Redemption and climbs out and escapes through the sewer. Okay? And then, so that's like the classic version of this. Yes. Now, a couple things, and what I'm going to do is, the way that we'll kind of handle this is, I'll drop a link to this in the in the, show, in the top of the episode, so when we're done, if you want to go read this, you can. So a friend of mine, uh, Austin Stone, uh, he's my seminary professor, he translated the book of Judges in the New Living Translation. Yes. And he loves anything with swords and chariots. And he he dug super deep into the story one time and kind of came up with a little bit different of an idea about the story. And 
so it's a little more interesting. First of all, Eglon. Okay? Eglon. Eglon's name means cow. Okay. Okay? Or cattle. Or calf. So some people, it's kind of funny. I know it's cracking up right now. I love it. So it could be the fact, oh, the guy's name's a cow. He's going to get killed. He's a sacrificial cow, man. Yeah. Like, okay, you could do that whole thing. But let's think about this. So the guy's a warlord, right? Yes, literally. So he can lead his people from across, north through someone else's territory, then across the Jordan, and then attacks the Benjamites, who are known to be very skilled fighters. Just a total gangster. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. A total gangster. So, I'm a large man. Okay. okay. I remember last week I said, hey, I need you to come help me with something. I'm kind of getting hot and oh, a, little bit, a little winded doing this myself. Okay. So, if Eglon is so fat that the sword, like, his belly spills over the sword... <sighs> Could he be the kind of like warlord who like, drives out this massive tribe of people that are known to be skilled warriors? Probably not in ancient Israel. Yeah, not ancient. Okay, so so first change the story is, is this. It talks about fat and like how he was so fat. Now what's interesting is if you dig into Hebrew, this idea of how fat Eglon is, like that word fat is hardly ever used to describe stature. It's always used to talk about sacrifice. Okay. Okay. And we we joked about Eglon's name means cow, but uh, you should look at Amy's comment. Your mom, your mom is so fat, her fat <laughs> swallows a whole sword. So, uh, <laughs> but so and the thing is, cattle in the ancient Near East, like in Bible world, Bible times, okay. cattle were seen as sacred. Okay, I think the golden calf in Israel was yeah. made in Exodus. So cattle are seen as a very, very sacred object. So what you could look at this and say is like, yeah, his Eglon doesn't mean you fat sacrificial cow. In many ways, you could say like, no, this is Eglon, the golden bull of Moab. Like, okay. That sounds like a lot more of a name yeah. of a warlord who can yeah, like, drive sure. out the back. So like, I think of Robert Plant, like Led Zeppelin, where he's like, I am a golden god. <laughs> like when he say that, like this is Eglon. Like, yeah. the, the, Same the, energy. Yeah, the golden bull of Moab. Like this guy is bad. Like completely. <laughs> okay, so that's of that. So second, you have Ehud now. Yeah. The whole left-handed thing. Now, what we read this, especially when people started interpreting this passage um, a couple hundred years ago in the modern world, like, oh, he's left-handed, and the trickster thing. But if we dig across script, we find in a couple other places. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pull the references out of this. Pull out the references. I'm pulling out the references. Go. Okay, you got notes. Okay, so in, uh, I think it's, it's, in, it's in Judges or in Joshua 2016, it says there are 700 Benjamite left-handed soldiers that can okay. fight. Okay? In 1 Chronicles chapter 12, it talks about like this massive amount of Benjamite warriors that can wield a sword either with their left or with their right hand. Okay? Okay. So like think about like if you ever played baseball or any kind of sport to where a dominant side matters. Mm-hmm. And if a person can switch hit, or if a person can use their right side and their left side, they're going to be significantly more formidable, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, uh, so any kind of team sport where you're going against somebody, like, um, if they can switch sides, it's, it's going to confuse you. So what if Ehud wasn't just left-handed? What this was is he was this elite-trained warrior that could fight with his dominant 
and his non-dominant side of his body just equally total, well. I mean, like a trained assassin. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Th- here's the thing. So you look at this situation, like, what if... <laughs> Noah's now commenting inside of it's myself. So okay, that's cool. <laughs> so 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 you have Ehud is also he says he makes this sword. So not only is he this like trained assassin. He's a metal worker. He's a metal worker yeah. who has made his own sword. And this article, because we were talking about this article Dr. Stone wrote, he talks about like the types of blades that people normally use there. And they're always hacking blades. And they're curved, so you can't put them in a scabbard. And they're like the orcs. Yeah, like the orcs. In, a lot of Lord of the Rings references. In the Lord of the Rings. So there's no way you can hide that sword. But what you see around this point in time is the development of, instead of a hacking sword, you see the development of a stabbing sword with two, with two edges which is a completely new thing. So you see Ehud having the ability to make a sword specifically for this. And then it's also the sword doesn't have a hilt, so it doesn't have a guard or anything. If you look at examples of swords of this era and other places, they, they don't have a guard, and they just have like a strong like a ball at the end of the hilt <laughs> so you can just completely drive this thing in. <laughs> Okay, and then so as he goes to pay his tribute with his special made sword for a special purpose, he's able to like politic his way into a private audience. He's like James Bond. He is James Bond. He is like, like, yeah. James Bond. James Bond of the Old Testament. Yeah. So he like politics his way into this room, <laughs> and he uh, gets in there, and to kill someone instantly. I don't. I mean, I'm assuming the three of us here have never killed anybody before, or I stabbed anybody. Personally, have not. No. Okay. No. No. making a Doctor Evil face. But uh, <laughs> so, like, Ehud had to know exactly where he could stab Eglon, the Golden Bull of Moab. Yes. To kill him instantly, and the only way to kill someone instantly in that position is for him to literally be able to sever his spinal column. Oh. <laughs> And so this, and it goes back to this whole idea of fat. That it's not necessarily the fat, but what if, like, and for, I mean, for a sword to fit on the inside of your thigh, it's got to be little. You get little, yeah. And if so, the gold. Imagine how thick is the golden bull of Moab? Like I'm thinking, like Dwayne Johnson <laughs> kind of stuff, like a big, like powerful, strong, yeah, just a hulking dude. Yeah. yeah. So that that Ahud somehow managed to surprise him, take this this dagger sword and drive it so far into Eglon that it came out of his back. Mm. So the way you're also kind of talking about the whole, like, that it split the fat thing and this kind of stuff in Hebrew is that in this special little sword, and we have examples of swords like this, that this thing is literally penetrated so far, so deep into Eglon, not because he's fat, but because Ehud drove this thing through him to kill him instantly. And it does say in scripture that at that point in time, then he immediately evacuated his bowels. So, like, he... All over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Okay? It's the best way to put best it. Best way to put it. And then Ehud comes in, climbs it. I mean, he, they, were, they were not in, like, the bathroom, but, like, in the king's inner chambers. Yeah. And then Ehud is like, I'm, I'm getting out of this thing. Pulls this Shawshank Redemption. Climbs out through the sewer. Goes and gets the rest of Israel. And then... 
imagine all of the tribe of Benjamin, these warriors that are known to fight with both sides of their hands. Yep. It's total can, freaks. Yeah, like, yeah. like literally, like I mean, like an entire. Imagine ten thousand Navy SEALs like screaming <laughs> now. And Jericho here also it says city of palms. Like we think of Jericho and the story of Jericho, and they walk around the walls and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, also said once Jericho was torn down, God said, "Don't ever build another wall here again." And so Jericho was, imagine it was like a resort. Like there was an oasis that was there. Mm -hmm. So imagine you're there, you're in the Moabite stronghold, you've got your place, all of a sudden this whole thing happens, you can't find the king. Right at the time we're discovering the king is dead, now here comes 10,000 screaming Benjamite warriors. Navy SEALs. Yeah, and you, you might have like a fence. Like you're not like having a fortress to hide into because it's been completely ripped down. You're at a resort. Yeah. Which is what it functioned as. So, two versions of the classic Ehud story. Eglon's fat, and he gets tricked. Or oh. an elite assassin oh. takes down the golden yeah. bull of Moab. Sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> Sounds a whole lot cooler. <laughs> the Bible is metal. It, the, yes, the Bible is metal. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, what I think that we talked about this. Uh, like, what is your like the most metal moment of the? Uh, I, th I think it's the fact that he he like, I mean, he he stabbed in him and then he went through the sewer. I mean, literally, just a, just total assassin. Move. Yeah. I mean, just sneaking out. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You can't be. I mean, there's nothing more metal than just like like killing him instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's like I'll I'll link the article. And you might have to do like a sign in to get an account somewhere because it's, it's an academic article. I found it for free on the internet. I'll link it in the in the, in the thread if you want to go through it. It's not very long. It's no, it's humorous. not too long. I skimmed through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, see, I sent it to you and you mm -hmm. read it. So it's not that it's fun just to hear like, oh, my goodness. I think for me, and it was, I was digging into a book earlier this week about the story, is to realize that like, yeah, you drove the tribe of Benjamin out, but these guys are all like wholesale warriors. Yes. And Ehud, like, I'm, I'm, you're maybe too young to see them, but like, you remember the Rambo movies? Yes. You ever seen those before? Yes. And like, on the last couple of Rambo movies, there's always like this, there's like this scene where he's making his knife. <laughs> and I'm just imagining this like action scene coming in of, of Ehud, like, <laughs> like making this special like, knife. He's like, his sword's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that guy. Totally. Like, and just, totally. I'm gonna go, and it's, it was weird because like, if you look, I, I, I read, this is how nerdy I got over this. Like, he would have had to, like, on the side of his body, coming in from kind of on, like, the lower stomach or, like, like the swimsuit area. Yeah. And drive up to, to do this. Like, like he, Ehud knew, like, I know exactly how I'm going to kill this guy. Man, he was ready. Man, yeah. There's no like, doubt that's, about it. Like, he that's, was ready to go. Like, that's for me uh, that it's just... Oh, it's such a good story. It is. Such it a good is, story. It is a great introduction <laughs> to what's to come. 100%. <laughs> so we've got that going on. So Graham, I mean, that's kind of the two stories of the most metal moment of the week. Yep, yep. Like, is there anything like like questions or thoughts or like anything like that that you, you have you can think about? Hmm. 
Can't say I do. No. Yeah. Oh, how about this? Where did they Where did they go after they did they go into Moab after they destroyed all the Moabite armies? I think it is kind of like because that's the thing is like we don't think about boundaries and stuff now uh-huh. like it would be, but like imagine we're in like feudal times where yeah. like it's warlords and that kind of stuff. Like as we're sitting right now, like we know the Washtar River is a mile and a half mm-hmm. away from us. I think that it doesn't really say, but I imagine like they, Trevor Benjamin just dri- just drives them out. Gets actually, hold on a second. Now that you say that, there were two tribes of Israel that took a tribal allotment on the other side of the Jordan River. Get my maps out. Yep, get the maps out. This is why we need the overhead rig with the big maps. We need the scroll. We need the scroll. My scroll is a map of Jerusalem. Okay, yeah, so here's the thing. So there's Jericho right there. Okay. I mean, in theory, they're actually driving them into... I don't know which tribe's allotment. Oh, they're driving them into the tribe of Gad and the tribe of Reuben. So Moab, like the Moabite army, literally went through two other tribes before they got to Jericho. And so I imagine it's like we just put these guys on the run and chase them back home because I mean if you look, you think about that, like that's oh, yeah, a pretty you're right. solid. They did invade their yeah. spot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So guess. that's that's what I would imagine. I mean I don't think it says there. They just kind of the text took their place back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so. you. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all you got. Guys, Bible is metal. The Bible is metal. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming back next week. What's our story next week? I don't know. What are we talking about next week? There's a lot to go through. We've got a lot. I think next week's when we start getting to our bigger stories. Um, it's got a oh oh it's Deborah. Oh Deborah and Barack. Nice. That's a long one. That's, that's a so long that's, one. That's Judges chapter four and chapter five. So that's a big one. You get the song of Deborah. I don't think we're gonna talk that much about the song of Deborah. But it's kind of cool to have a song and all. But yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah. So Deborah and Barack. Um, we're going through. Here, let's just let's give let's close with this. There's a story after Ahud that's only one verse. We'll just read that and we'll we'll close with that. After him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, who killed six hundred of the Philistines with an ox goad, and he also saved Israel. Just a little. Oh yeah, he killed six hundred people. No, no big deal. Yeah, with an, I don't just know what, one I don't, verse. I, didn't, I don't know what an ox. Goad I don't know what an ox goad is either. And we both have the same translation. I wonder what you. Harder. I wonder what you goad an ox with. I'm trying to figure out something that, like that. I'm trying to let me, let me look at another. I want to imagine he's just like some farmer with like a tool, like farming or something. That's my he thing. Is like kills six hundred people. Is this with a tool? Or is this a yeah like a something from? Uh, It'll be much more metal if it's like a like a platform. Oh, using a cattle prod. Oh wow, <laughs> but it's not electricity. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but like a sketchy club. It <laughs> <laughs> makes it a lot more metal. Yeah. 100%. So, guys, I'm Chad Brooks. Got Graham Burks here. Noah Reitzel's been man in the live stream and uh, talking smack as me on the comment thread. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's good to have y'all. Hey, do us a favor. I, arch- I do archive these on YouTube generally on Saturdays if you want to go back. But you can share this feed with your friends. Just be part of the Bible is metal community. Of course. All right. Please we'll do. Check y'all next week. Bye.